Hello, everyone. Welcome to Eternity, where love never fails. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening. This is the Eternity Bible Study Podcast, where we walk through the Bible together every weekday, Monday through Friday. We're podcasting from here in the United States and in Zambia with a goal to share our thoughts and encourage one another as we read God's Word together verse by verse. My co-host in Zambia, Matali, and I are both listening to Through the Bible Podcast and then sharing our thoughts and encouragement with you. From America to Africa and everywhere else, God is in control. As always, our attribution goes to Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee. So if you've ever wanted to try to read the Bible every day, we hope you can join us. We're regular people just like you, trying to learn more about God and walk in step with His Holy Spirit. So if you have your Bible, feel free to read along. And if not, no problem. We'll try to put it all together for you. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. We're back in the book of John. We're going to be looking in John chapter 1, starting at verse 19 and finishing out this chapter. We're seeing now the big drama start unfolding. We're beginning to see uh, John the Baptist uh, testifying that Jesus is arrived. He's arriving on earth. The Son of God is coming on earth. God in the flesh on earth. So here we go. We start off uh, verse 19. This is the testimony of John. This is talking about John the Baptist. When the Jews sent priests and Levites, remember the Levites were the sort of the people who performed all of the services for the in the tabernacle. So the Jews sent the priests and the Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, who are you? He confessed and did not deny, but confessed, I am not the Christ. And they asked him, what then? Are you Elijah? Because remember, Elijah was taken up to heaven and did never died. They're saying, are you Elijah? Maybe coming back to earth. And he said, I'm not. And are you a prophet? And he answered, no. So they, they're sort of pelting him with questions here. Who are you? So then they said to him, Who are you? We need to give an answer to those who sent us. What do you say about yourself? You know, we can't go back empty-handed. We need to know who you are and what you're doing. Probably because the, you know, the the bosses were probably jealous that all these crowds were coming, you know, to, to John the Baptist. And he said, I am the voice of one crying out in the wilderness. Make straight the way of the Lord, as the prophet Isaiah said. Make straight the way of the Lord. So making straight the way, making straight kind of foreshadows that gospel message. You know, it's a gospel message of repentance. But when you make straight a path, you sort of, you sort of, uh, I think in those times, they would straighten out a road. They would prepare a road for some, you know, some important person to come. Uh, you would you would get out there and prepare the way. So that's what he's saying. Make straight the way of the Lord. Okay. You know, prepare the way because 
The Lord is coming. You know, He is everything about His mission here is in preparation. <clears throat> and He's harking back to the prophet Isaiah. He is harking back to, um, He's, you know, He's sort of saying this prophecy is now finally being fulfilled. Verse 24, Now they had been sent from the Pharisees. They asked him, Then why are you baptizing if you are neither the Christ nor Elijah nor the prophet? You know, and they're saying, Well, well, if you're not anybody important, now it's kind of cutting into him. If you're not anybody important, then what are you doing? You know, are you? You know, do you need to be, you know, uh, punished because you're out here just doing it on your own authority? <clears throat> and John answered them, <clears throat> I baptize with water, but among you stands one you do not know, even he who comes after me, the strap of whose sandal I am not worthy to untie. And these things took place in Bethany across the Jordan where John was baptizing. So his answer, you know, is that, you know, his authority is not even coming from them. It's coming from the one they don't even know who's so worthy of that authority. You can't comprehend, basically. So he's, he sort of says, you know, you're not going to get me in trouble. So now we come to chapter, uh, verse 29. The next day, he saw Jesus coming toward him, and he said, Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. This is he whom I said, After me comes a man who ranks before me, because he was before me. Remember, as John said, in the beginning was the word. So, Jesus was at the beginning. Jesus, you know, shows up on earth after John, but he was before John the Baptist. And John the Baptist is referencing Jesus is the Christ, and the Christ is the Son of God, and the Son of God is before all time. So he is, you know, he does show up after him, but he is really before him in time. And he said, I myself did not know him, but for this purpose I came baptizing with water that he might be revealed to Israel. And John bore witness, I saw the Spirit descend from heaven like a dove, and it remained on him. So John is sort of saying, look, I didn't know him at first, but when I saw the Spirit of God descend on him and remain on him, that was the sign. So I knew it was identified. It wasn't just um, Jesus coming up saying, hey, John, I'm the Son of God. He saw proof. He saw that evidence. He said, I myself, you know, he admits, I didn't know him at first, but he who sent me to baptize with water said to me, he on whom you see the Spirit descend and remain, this is he who baptizes with the Holy Spirit. And I have seen and have borne witness that this is the Son of God. So, the one who sends John, you know, kind of a reference here to, you know, the Holy Spirit talking to John, telling John, 
watch for this sign and that'll reveal the Lord to you. And he says, and I saw it. So that's John's um, testimony about Jesus being the Son of God and how he saw that Jesus was the Son of God. So in verse 35, the next day, again, John was standing with two of his disciples and he looked at Jesus as he walked by and said, Behold, the Lamb of God. And then the two disciples heard him say this and they followed Jesus. And Jesus turned and saw them following and said to them, What are you seeking? Isn't it interesting that John's out there baptizing and Jesus is just walking around. He's not really calling any attention to himself. And of course, John, he can't help. But it's not like Jesus comes up and says, hey, I'm the son of God. John points out Jesus, you know, to Andrew, um, which is one of his disciples, it looks like. But John points out who Jesus is, okay? And then you had the Holy Spirit descending on Jesus, the, 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 um, the Spirit descending, and that points to who Jesus is. So Jesus isn't walking around saying, I'm the Son of God. It's being pointed out. And they said to him, Rabbi, which means teacher, where are you staying? And he said to them, come and you will see. So they came and saw where he was staying, and they stayed with him that day, for it was about the tenth hour. And one of the two who heard John speak and followed Jesus was Andrew, Simon Peter's brother. He first, he first found his own brother Simon and said to him, we have found the Messiah, which means Christ. And he brought him to Jesus. And Jesus looked at him and said, You are Simon, son of John. You shall be called Cephas, which means Peter. And so my study Bible says a lot of times when God renames somebody, it's like symbolic for I've called you for a special purpose and I've renamed you. Just like Abram became Abraham and Jacob God renamed him Israel. So God renames Simon, Cephas, which means Peter. So God, you know, Jesus renamed Simon to Peter. And, and, and Simon is all often referred to as Simon Peter. So um, in verse 43, the next day, Jesus decided to go to Galilee and he found Philip. And he said to him, follow me. Now, Philip was from Bethesda, the city of Andrew and Peter. And Philip found Nathanael and said to him, we found him on, of whom Moses in the law and also in the prophets wrote, Jesus of Nazareth, the son of Joseph. Okay, so he's telling Nathanael about that. Nathanael said to him, can anything good come out of Nazareth? He's probably saying that as a joke, you know. And um, McGee makes the point that Jesus had somebody who didn't believe at the very beginning, and he had somebody who didn't believe at the very end. Nathaniel didn't believe in the beginning, and Thomas didn't believe at the very end. But in any event, 
Philip said to him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no deceit. So Jesus is sort of making a comment um, about uh, Nathanael, in whom is no deceit. He's probably sort of making a joke back to Nathanael. He doesn't hold anything back. He's not, uh, he's being truthful with his feelings. Uh, you know, you know, so he's not, he's not condemning Nathaniel for his unbelief. He's just saying, you know, there's no deceit in him. You know, he speaks his mind. He doesn't believe right now. And uh, he said, behold, you know, an Israelite in whom there's no deceit. And so, um, Nathaniel said to him, How do you know me? And Jesus answered him, Before Philip called you, when you were sitting under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathaniel answered him, Rabbi, you're the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. And Jesus answered him, Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree. Do you believe? You will see greater things than these. And he said to him, Truly, truly, I say to you, you will see heaven open and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. Now, He's saying, you know, you say you believe right now, but because I told you I saw you sitting under the fig tree, you know, and obviously, you know, I wasn't around to see that. So you, you believe, but you're going to see a lot more than this. And he, and he sort of makes uh, um References to these angels of God descending and ascending and descending on the Son of Man. That's you know that may be even a reference to when Jesus returns his second time, and the full glory of Jesus is revealed to the world. So Jesus goes straight to his ultimate destination right at the very beginning. You know. You see me now, but you're going to see even more. So we're going to stop here. We're going to turn the rest of the podcast over to our co-host in Zambia, Matali. Matali, I hope you're doing great. Um, as always, today being Friday, we'll um, take a break over the weekend and start right back here in Chapter 2 on Monday through this book of John. As always, from me to all of you, God bless you. Keep your heart centered on Christ on this great spiritual battlefield. And we'll see you here next time.